insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the therightdoctors.com. So my first question to you, Dr. Hardeep, is how is this disease transmitted? Good evening, everyone. So while uh, from the epidemiological studies from Wuhan, it was initially found that uh, animals are the original source of this virus. But uh, as the outbreak has progressed, the virus spread is spreading mainly from person to person. It is mainly human to human transmission between people who are in close contact that is within six feet and through respiratory droplets which are produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. So because this virus can survive for several hours on surfaces such as tables, door handles, table surfaces, so person can get COVID-19 infection by touching these surfaces or object that has the virus on it and then when you touch uh, these infected surfaces and then you touch your hand to, on your mouth and nose and eyes so one the person can get infected like this so on an average one infected person can infect about two or three people as I said that human to human transmission is the main mode of transmission uh, right now so the main precaution which everyone is emphasizing these days on media and everybody is saying that please maintain social distancing it is the most important thing to prevent this infection social distancing and if somebody has come in contact with suspected covid-19 case or a confirmed covid-19 case then self isolation is must please do not hide from healthcare workers it is it will be a disaster for all of us because you are the head of the department of cardiology uh, what how, how what difference does this infection makes to the cardiovascular patient how is it yes. affecting the cardiovascular yes patients? so so that's a very good question let me first re-emphasize what dr hardeep has said and she's articulated very well hand hygiene still continues to be one of the most important things and please follow the six steps as has been has been defined by the world health organization it is important if it is said that 20 seconds with a uh, sanitizer well it should be 25 seconds and not 15 seconds if you are not if you don't have a sanitizer soap works but soap will work for one minute you will have to do it for and again you will have to do the same six steps there is and you can do it routinely you can do it after every hour after seeing touching so it has to be done routinely so, secondly social distancing if somebody is at least about six feet away from you it's unlikely as dr hardeep said unlikely that you will get affected but don't take a chance you should be while you while you walk in the morning for example you can have more distance than that quarantine self-isolations these are two things that have come out very well and i think the prime minister call on Sunday, this last Sunday, that please, my fellow men, do not get out of your homes from such and such time to 9 p.m. really was a very clarion call and it made uh, things easier. For And now, of course, many cities, many uh, municipalities have said lockdowns. All these things are important because as has been defined, Transmission is important. Is, is is the way to go, and I think Dr. Hardeep also touched on the point that it may even be going by airborne. What do we do for cardiac patients? 
I think the next wave that is going to come is that these patients will will be getting affected by uh, the cardiovascular patients will get affected. Let's go by data. If you look at what happened in uh, if you, if you if you see what happened in Italy, there were five thousand fifty nine thousand one hundred thirty eight cases, of which five thousand four hundred seventy six were deaths. And if you look at it, seventy five percent of these are were hypertensive patients. Thirty five percent had uh, diabetes mellitus or combinations thereof, and fully thirty three percent had heart disease. So, which means that we as cardiologists have a special role to play in this these difficult times because corona can affect covid-19 can be a disaster uh, for our patients let me just start here with one st statement and then dr hardeep will take it over that it was a uh, we were told that you know you can't use ACE inhibitors and ARBs for our patients. Now, many of I'm not saying majority, but uh, large numbers of our patients are actually on ACE and ARBs. And if we were to stop these medications, suddenly there would be a disaster. Now there is sufficient information, both from the European Society of Cardiology, the AHA, and our own organizations, that we can actually continue these. Uh, continue these medications heart disease is the number one killer in the world and can will continue to be number one killer and this coronavirus will only add to the burden here let me also say that a lot of our patients of cancer for example also have heart uh, dysfunctions and these are also these patients are also at very high risk of uh, further deterioration of the condition Dr. Hardeep, you opened this topic about cardiovascular disease and both of us are heart specialists in the realm of the corona uh, epidemic. Uh, what do you think patients can do? One thing we are clear that they should continue their medication but actually take it really very very seriously. What other things do you think they can do in these hard times? Um, as you said that uh, cardiovascular patients, they are at high risk of uh, severe coronavirus infection. So uh, though we are not dealing directly with the coronavirus patients, but uh, when we see patients in the OPD, it, it, it becomes very important to emphasize to them that they are at high risk of these infections and all those precautions which are taken by, is, is, is taken by everyone um, uh, and we are recommending to everyone, we specifically ask them that to follow all those precautions uh, like hand sanitization and social distancing and avoiding crow crowded places but at the same time because uh, these are the cardiovascular patients so when we we always advise them about the lifestyle measures for doing exercise and follow good diet uh, for all cardioprotective uh, um, uh, lifestyle uh, measures which they have to follow now in this period of lockdown when patients cannot go out for exercise they cannot go out for walks so this does not give them excuse to avoid all kind of exercise because exercise is important in their uh, is an important part of their treatment so in that now we have started 
discussing this thing with the patient that because we, you cannot go out, because you should avoid uh, uh, crowded places, so is it possible that you can create a, uh, a small setup at your home of, uh, for, for workout, if you can do some kind of stretching exercises, some kind of other exercises, uh, which you can do at home, and you can also start doing yoga and meditation, which can be helpful. And then uh, another thing, like uh, many times patients ask us that what can they, uh, what what should they eat? So obviously they need to eat, they need to follow very healthy, strict diet. But sometimes we tell them, okay, once in a while you can have sweets, uh, once in a week you can have high calorie diet, it's okay. But now because they are not exercising that much, so we ask them to strictly follow uh, the uh, healthy diet and no cheat days are allowed now as uh, till the there is lockdown period and then another thing that um, um, uh, sir has already told about the uh, role uh, about, about the uh, controversy regarding the uh, use of ACE inhibitors and ARBs in these patients and now we try to continue ACE inhibitors and ARBs in these patients because the beneficial effect is much more. Um, now as far as um, this COVID-19 infection is concerned, um, there's no specific treatment um, uh, for this infection. So um, most of the uh, patients are treated symptomatically and supportive care is given. But for patients who have severe COVID-19 infection, uh, the various healthcare workers, they have uh, used various combination of drugs. And uh, there are mainly four uh, promising therapies and WHO is also focusing on these four most promising therapy. One is the uh, remdesivir. It's an antiviral compound. And then there are antimalarials, chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine. And then they have also used combination of uh, two HIV drugs that is lopinavir and ritonavir and also in combination with interferon beta. So some data has already emerged. Recently, WHO has announced a large global trial called Solidarity to test the efficacy of these drugs in patients with severe respiratory disease. Now, as far as chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine is concerned, now there is, um, um, because this drug is easily available, so some people think that can we take this drug to prevent this infection or to get rid of this infection. Now, uh, I would uh, like to tell a small background that uh, during uh, this outbreak in the China, uh, various Chinese researchers, they uh, have used this drug in um, some patients, uh, not only in China, China, South Korea and France. And the drug was found to be efficient in uh, clearing upper airways from the virus in three to six days. Now, this use was based on the fact that these drugs they have shown in vitro activity against COVID-19 and other coronaviruses. So um, now um, the drawback with this is that that the researchers they have looked only at a very small subset of patients. So which means that we cannot use this in every patient. Obviously we need to wider uh, testing uh, of this drug in large number of patients. And uh, but uh, the latest update uh, regarding hydroxychloroquine is that the national task force force for COVID-19, which is constituted by uh, in, uh, ICMR, that is Indian Council of Medical Research, they have recommended the use of this drug as a prophylactic treatment in patients um, for high-risk population. So by high-risk population, I mean 
एसिम्टोमेटिक हेल्थ केयर वर्कर्स हु आर इन्वॉल्व इन द केयर ऑफ कोविड 19 पेशेंट्स आइदर सस्पेक्टेड और कन्फर्म्ड केसेस और एसिम्टोमेटिक हाउस होल्ड कॉन्टैक्ट्स ऑफ लैब कन्फर्म्ड केसेस सो दिस इज द हाई रिस्क पॉपुलेशन एंड आई सी एम आर सेज दैट वी कैन यूज हाइड्रोक्सी क्लोरोक्वीन इन दीज पेशेंट एज अ प्रोफेलेक्टिक ट्रीटमेंट बट हैविंग सेड दैट आई वुड लाइक टू से दैट इफ अ पेशेंट इज टेकिंग सॉरी इफ अ पर्सन इज टेकिंग प्रोफेलेक्टिक ट्रीटमेंट लाइक हाइड्रोक्सी क्लोरोक्वीन दैट डज नॉट मीन दैट ही कैन हैव दिस फॉल्स सेंस ऑफ सिक्योरिटी दैट नाउ ही कैन गो टू क्राउडेड प्लेसेज बिकॉज ही हैज टेकन हाइड्रोक्सी क्लोरोक्वीन नो ही हैज टू फॉलो all those lifestyle measures which every one of us is following these days hand sanitization social distancing and avoiding crowded places everything has to be followed and if you have come in contact or if you have any suspected symptoms then self isolation is also recommended i, I think in this context uh, very rightly dr hardeep you have pointed out i think in this context it's also important to reemphasize that some nsaids like ibuprofen their use should be minimized because it is said that uh, you know even the french government recently issued a warning about their use being associated with worse outcomes and uh, they say that you know paracetamol is a safe drug so you know we, these are these are difficult uh, pharmacological decisions and when the patient is in front of you uh, these are difficult difficult uh, situations but uh, at least we should avoid harming any further uh, doing any further harm to these patients who are already apart from this we have to tell our patients that they have to maintain uh, good hygiene they have to maintain good diet and hydration these are important things in these difficult times because sometimes many of the elderly patients are alone they you know they are being told that well you are you are quarantined uh, will they be actually eating that much will they be doing yoga will they be doing pranayam all these things are important and in this context i also bring to you uh, another aspect that not only cardiology but every department because people are stretched medical caregivers are being stretched nurses are stretched so what we are we are doing in our own department is that we are trying to uh, give turns to people that they can rest for a night come back after two nights and we really emphasize on them about their hydration levels and any sign that we see that this person uh, is showing signs of fatigue which we tell them politely that leave it at that some other people will take over these are important because the caregiver is at the far forefront he is actually on the front and he should not be hurt with the bullet he has to save a lot of lives so these are some of the things that we are doing as a last as a last thing you know i and dr hardeep have done a lot of work in just accessing the data on where we are uh, i the one thing that we, we both felt is that in our own in our country we should be actually testing more people i mean this is the south korean experiment this is the singapore experiment this is the way hong kong went and uh, they they could of course you can say they, they, they these were smaller countries they were much better off uh, financially whatever said and done but we must really be testing far more people to actually pick out those people who have a disease uh, amongst themselves and then of course uh, we can quarantine them we can give them medication 
there seems to be hope on the horizon but we should never leave the fact that cardiovascular patients which compromise which comprise a majority of our patients in our in our country should not be ignored that well this is a lung disease and it's not going to harm you uh, but uh, we both have been, have been looking at the research from uh, indian council of medical research and if they have there maybe they're giving us a hope of how we can give prophylactic drugs anything else you want to say um i think all of us can contribute in one or the other way it is not just that the healthcare workers are responsible uh, for everything or it is not just that the government will do everything all of us can be uh, can can help and can contribute like as far as the patients are concerned we request them that if there is no emergency please we can postpone the routine visits because it is for your own goodness um yes that's good i think the prime minister uh, articulated this very very clearly that you know elective surgery is elective uh, but definitely if you have chest discomfort if you have shortness of breath if you have palpitation don't think that if i go to the hospital i get more infection no we'll keep you safe we'll keep you in an area where there are no such patients uh, there and uh, because your 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 um condition may actually warrant hospitalization also make full use of modern uh, digital world make use of telemedicine this is where we should we should go you have any problem you post it to your doctor ask him on the phone or get on the video and say look doc i am okay but my bp is not getting controlled what should i be doing rather than making a routine visit so with that ladies and gentlemen uh, uh, i and dr hardeep would like to sign off at this level but we will only say keep safe look at everything very very carefully don't touch your faces uh, hand hygiene is important self distancing is important and if you have any queries if you have any doubts if you have something in your chest if you are getting short of breath please meet a doctor he will look after you he will tell you whether you are you got this disease or it's exacerbation of your pre existing disease so with these few words um, countrymen i hope i truly hope that we do not go from phase 2 to phase 3 that we contain ourselves by good discipline by uh going the straight route by walking the line that we don't get this uh, disease and this infection thank you very much insights from the world's best medical minds this is the right doctors.com